It is so well defined what we have to do today. We got to go to work. Hey, everyone. It is time for another NFL in London podcast. Welcome, everyone. It The preseason almost done. Wade McWayne and Ryan Call here. Hello. Listen, we are was it, 11 days, 11 days from football. 11 days before the start of football. But let's come on. Let's talk about the big honest thing here. Congratulations, Ryan Call, baby. Father. Father. Now, tell everyone, yeah. our NFL in London crowd, what is the name of your son? <laughs> he is named Joshua, and mm-hmm. he was not actually named after Josh Allen. Come but, on. Okay. But I will well, say Let's say it is. Let's just say yeah. it is. No, no. no. <laughs> First of all, every, no one would, will ever believe me anyway, so it doesn't well, matter. Well, all your, all your friends. And what I'm hear. saying is that if Josh Allen was shit, there's no way this kid would be named Josh. I'll say that. So well, it wasn't he, the wife liked the name, and I wasn't like, hey, how about Josh Allen? He's great. We should name our kid after him. It wasn't like that. It was brought up. She liked it. As long as he plays well, the name is he's going to be my favorite son. So it doesn't, it just is a coincidence as a diehard Buffalo Bills fan on the year that the Buffalo Bills are feted as the number one seed going into the Super Bowl. No coincidence there. That's it. I would be lying if I said that that the name didn't have a little special something special in it for me. Why so I'm not going to be like a complete asshole and be like no. But I didn't go in thinking, hey, I'm going to name my kid after Josh Allen because you know you need the wife's approval. She approved of the name. I'm not just going to shoehorn it in. But I had a friend in in uh i had a friend who named his kid ray leo after ray leota named his kid ray because he wow. knew ray leota was his favorite actor and had no no shame in saying that yeah he's named after ray leota my favorite actor well so I, mean, I should just embrace it but it was not in there was that was not the reason i actually do like the name joshua so. it's not it just happens but it does happen quarterback uh, of the buffalo bills but congratulations and, and they win the super bowl this year well, well, your son already has some Buffalo Bills gear, which is good. Um, and, and on behalf of, of my son, Deshaun Ruggs, um, we also wish you congratulations. <laughs> well, thank you. That means a lot to me. I look forward to watching so much more football now that I'm going to have a, a newborn. Basically, I'm going to be watching. I'm going to win all my fantasy leagues because I have nothing to do but sit on the sofa and just while I'm watching them and just watching all the fantasy videos, getting ready to go. So I'm, I'm excited for this year more than anything because this is the most, I think, connected I'm going to be to a football season in a long time because I'm literally just going to be on baby duty watching every single primetime game the next morning. And I think yeah, that goes for a lot of our audience. Yeah. You know, like when you're a father, you know, when you go for an NFL fan from being single, to like being a dad <laughs> and, and to no, like, but I mean, like when you have a newborn, you can really justify the sitting around you. And nothing. Oh yeah. No, oh, sure. Well, I yeah. might as well watch uh, this, this random game that was on. Yeah. Just everyone said it was great. Kay Adams highlights. You might yeah, as well I'm sit around. Be breaking down film in a couple of weeks. You're not even going to know who you're talking to. You're like, yeah, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. We should bring your kid in as too, as a consultant as well. It would yeah. be good. Um, the one Buffalo Bills player you will not be naming your child in Matt's area. <laughs> uh, we should talk about him making a bet if he was to win the MVP. True. And I think that bet, if you put any money on Matt's area winning the MVP, you are not going to get your money back. Yeah. It is not a good that bet. Was, uh, yeah, that was a rough, a rough story to read a couple of days ago. Um, like I said, I think they did the right thing. I get that. They just had no choice, especially with the way Deshaun Watson, like then the way they saw the public reaction go towards Cleveland. And Buffalo's kind of like in this weird spot of being like NFL darlings for a lot yeah. of people. 
because a lot of people just feel like, ah, you know, wouldn't it be nice for the people of Buffalo to get a win? And yeah. all the heartbreak they've suffered, they finally found their guy. So to have that hanging over, they've also been a team that has preached um, team culture and team, like people of high character. It has been their motto since Sean, Sean McDermott came in and Brandon Bean. So again, to just kind of shrug it off and be like, we'll wait. It just didn't seem worth it for a sixth round punter. Sure, he could kick it 80 yards. But yeah. in a couple of weeks, in about a week's time, there's going to be about seven other punters that have been that have been dropped that they can. Pick yeah, up. it's not. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 but I think they did the right thing. When you read the details of it, it's atrocious, and something happened, and it's just not worth it, right? It's it's absolutely not worth it. I think they did the right thing. It's a shame. I wanted to see the punt god, but I don't think he's ever going to probably play again unless this turns out to be a a wild hoax, which I sincerely doubt it is. Yeah, I mean. Look, it's it's one thing to have team culture, and it looks like, according to these charges, he did have some team culture, but in a horrible way. It's yeah. the words "gang" and "rape" are horrible on their yeah, own, but put together, they're just really, they're really bad. Um, so, and, and you always feel bad too because these accusations fly when somebody's young and in university. You never know how spurious they are, never know how honest they are, but you you do have to take them serious. You, you and it's. It, it's unfortunate when they do come out when it's someone's like, oh, he's about to get drafted and make lots of money. It's like, oh, the gang rape. So, yeah, yeah. you, it's, you, you hope there's more of a process in place that the NFL or someone can work and go, OK, before yeah. you get hired, what kind of charges? And the Bills should have looked and gone, what do, what charges do you have? Is there any skeleton? The only person who can get away with anything is Ezra Miller, apparently. So he's the, uh, only, <laughs> he's well, the only guy you can do anything and still be like employed. But well, like, um, I guess it's a good thing he's the flash, right? He just sort yeah. of runs away from all but the charges. Yeah, you know what? I think I think Buffalo just being this this beacon of community and how important everything is, Sean McDermott being religious, it just it just it you couldn't just have it hanging over the team every single week. You're gonna get asked about it. It's just especially when you're going into week one on a year that you want to be you're considered the Vegas favorites for Super Bowl, you gotta be focused. And that is a massive distraction. And I'm sorry, but you're a punter and just go away. Yeah, I mean, it's like, as Kim said to Pete, I just don't want any drama, you know, and, and you know, I'm a little older and I got to move on. And and that's sort of that's sort of it. It's uh, I didn't even know what I mean by that. I didn't yeah, know that yeah. situation. <laughs> but the whole thing is, is uh, yeah, it's, it's it's garbage. It's hard because there is again, there should be some sort of morality that they sort of look at or vet. But also at the same time, uh, it's just so harsh. It's so harsh when it's a young man's career that if it's true. Okay, hopefully everything, you know, it's dealt with properly and he gets the counseling and she's, you know, and everyone who's a victim gets it's dealt it's with. True. But if it's not, well, I, I don't, yeah, well, I don't. He has a bitch anyway. He has a charge. It's not, it's not anything. What, what is, uh, we saw Aaron Donald swinging helmets again. Does this kid not, uh, does he not know how to stop swinging helmets? He's a big guy. Like, why does he need to swing helmets? Yeah, it's a, it's a weird case because, again, we saw like a couple of years ago, like remember how outraged everyone was at Miles Garrett mm -hmm. uh, for swinging it at Mason Rudolph. Like we were even us. We were both sitting there like, dude, he could yeah. kill the guy. And I, oh, we God, yeah. if he connected, that's like death. Like he's lucky he missed still yeah. to the day, Miles Garrett. Like he should be thankful. And and then just watching like Aaron Donald, like Aaron Donald's like Thanos, a guy swinging that that thing is a massive weapon. And again, Unfortunately, there's the rules that the NFL can't really 
punish practice. It's up to the team yeah. to kind of do that. So, you know, the Rams aren't going to suspend Aaron Donald, but it, it's not a good look. And I think the NFL has got to, got to look into this because you can't have that happening at practice and then being handcuffed to not be able to do something. I, I, Miles Garrett got six games for that. Right? Well, so, so here's, and, here's and the, you're, you're seeing a situation which is almost worse because he was swinging it like, yeah, here's know, the news there. So he like he, and he's lucky it happened during practice because he should not be playing as a Bills fan. It's like, yeah, I wouldn't mind yeah. missing Aaron Donald this week again. But you want to see Aaron Donald. But and if this was any other situation, he wouldn't be playing week one. Or maybe not for the six games as well. So he's lucky that this happened. But I think the NFL is really going to look into this and see what they can do to punish them somehow. I think the Rams are not going to go unscathed from this. I think the NFL is going to look into different ways that they can just, you know, punish them. So the word is, the word on the street is because now people are saying what, what he actually did are, is criminal. And they're criminal charges. They are potentially criminal charges. If you did that on the street, that's a criminal charge. And because it's not within the realm of the NFL, it's actually within the realm of the public, that is a criminal charge. So the people in the public are going, actually, why aren't the police stepping involved? Because... The NFL can't do it. So that's actually a criminal charge. He should actually be charged with a crime as a result of which. Yeah, the LA, that's a separate stuff, right? You so the that, LA Rams have come up and basically said, practice that gets the LA Rams have now apparently swallowed this whole thing up, said they are going to deal with it. There is going to be a punishment. There will be a fine. He's getting will, their time out. Well, I think the LA Rams are jumping on this because they know if they don't, and the LAPD get involved because enough people, you know, social media these days, enough people get a petition. They call it and go, you know, enough people don't like Donald and go, he should be charged. He should he should be charged with a, an assault, you know, because it's not it's not his first time. And it's it's not like he's a young guy like this. is a, This is a, a league MVP who, dude, put the helmet down, even though they're the padded uh, practice helmets. You know, it's still it's still the spongy ones. You still don't swing them. You still don't try to hit someone. No. So see, I think I think I'm, I'm interested to see what happens, but I don't think anything's going to happen. I think he's very, very lucky. Well, I think this the Rams now, so the, like, the latest news is that the ESPN has reported to or recently that now that the LA Rams are going to suspend it or they're going to do something. So they're going to give him punishment within it. They're not going to do shit. Um, did you see the photo? We put a video up of the Raiders. Uh, there was a Raiders fan gets jumped, and they were just they just beating the crap out of each other. This guy knocked each other out in the stadium yeah. uh, during a preseason game. Yeah, there's too many of that. I mean, literally every week you're seeing another video of like people getting into fist fights in the stadium. It's just becoming ridiculous. I think um, it's not always uh, alcohol. I, I think more people are doing drugs. You know, there's more drugs than there were in the, like the 70s. You know, no one was going and doing bumps of coke, I would think, in the toilets in the 70s or doing MDMA or whatever. Well, probably not as much as today, right? No. And you get that sort of violentness going, you know, blow as we see. I don't even think it's necessary all, all to do with cocaine. I think the Raiders um, fans are all coked up. I bet you just kidding. Yeah, no, no. Um, I absolutely agree with that. Um, you just see more, I see more in English football. I've never really seen you, you see it now more than when I was going to. I maybe I didn't notice it when my dad was taking a, to the Lions games when I was a kid in the 80s, but um, I never saw people doing bumps. <laughs> well, I go to the London game, you'll see it probably. So, uh, did you see the biggest injury? One of the biggest injuries, um, preseason last night, it was, it was horrible. Uh, Poe, 
the Baltimore oh, Ravens right. mascot. Right. I did see the mascot. Got goes down out. with a leg injury. Oh, you can you imagine. Like, like, you got to give Poe um, the, like, the respect for professionalism of keeping the mask on. Right? Yeah. Keeping oh, yeah, you keep the mask on. Well, of course, he's wincing in pain and crying. Yeah. <laughs> and no, and he it's definitely just. He should have given the thumbs up when he got off, like Mike Utley. Well, you never, yeah, you never want anyone to know your real identity as that fat fuck who didn't warm up for preseason. It's like, yeah, I'm the mascot of the Ravens. Don't you have to warm up? Like, shouldn't you? You've been drinking all summer, doing a lot of coke. Nah, I'd be fine. You oh, take that job, right? Because if the, if the next mascot, is like if he tore his ACL and the new oh. mascot comes in and he's got some new moves, like you, you might not get your job back. You oh, I think I, I would imagine. He, I can't imagine what a mascot makes, but I think that he's gone. You know, like this is like, that's his job. That was it. Like he was looking forward to a season. This, I'm it. I'm the Baltimore Ravens mascot. This is my year, man. He's like, this is my first game as mascot. And he goes and tears his ACL. Dude, it tears his ACL on the first one. The Ravens mascot goes down. He's going to go shoot up a mall. Oh, wow. So America. Jimmy Garoppolo, what do you think is going to happen to him? Well, oh, there's, there's a lot of it. I think personally, they're just going to keep him. Yeah. Um, until like until someone gets injured, I think I think it's a smart move, right? Like, yeah, why not? Yeah, you're gonna have to eat most of his salary anyway if you just cut him, and it's mm. like 25 million, uh, unless someone signs him and then it works out something different. I don't really know how exactly how it works, but I if I'm San Francisco, I hold on to him, right? Like, like again, someone's gonna have a team that's gonna miss a guy for a couple of weeks. The problem is Jimmy G is getting all these stories about like. Like when he got signed his contract, no one heard from him for weeks, and he's not showing up at, at the. Like he doesn't do anything. He's not even part of the team, really. Like he's not going to practice or even showing up. He's just kind of around. But so, if you knew, if you knew the team was going to do that, to you, of course. Right? And, if you knew we were going to trade you midseason, I wouldn't show up either. You know, I'd be like, "Screw you guys! I'm going to train. I'm getting ready. I'm going to get myself fit." And yeah, I'm part of you guys, but you're well, right. Yeah, like, you don't know if he's getting himself, but you don't know what he's doing. And I well, think, I think do- that's another reason why a lot of people are not so ready to jump um, and grab him. Like, I think the Jets having Zach Wilson come back early probably uh, made it a lot easier for them to just say, oh, we'll just struggle for the first couple of games because it's going to be a hellscape anyway. But I think right now there's just no, there's no space. There's nowhere. Well, like, I, I know one thing like, that he's doing. And that is having sex with women that I could, none of us could ever dream of. <laughs> that is definitely for sure. Is, and another spot that everyone thought that one potential is, is going to Geno Smith, which has got to oh, be. Well, Geno Smith? Yeah, Geno Smith. Wow. What, is it, what, is it, what does it here. say about the Seahawks when Geno Smith is your best option? I mean, Geno Smith, a few good, yeah, a few good weeks, yeah. but come on. Um, I'd rather have a David go. Mills over a David or, or a Geno, Geno Smith. Listen, he beat out, you know, I think a lot of people don't remember, like, Gino has such a funny career because it kind of got, it got sidetracked with his own teammate punched him out for not paying him back on a, on a, yeah. like, like, 50 bucks he owed him. And then he lost his starting job and never got it back because I think Fitzpatrick stepped in because the curse of Fitz always goes Fitz way. He fits uh, everywhere. And think, yeah, and then Fitz started playing really well and there was no chance he got his job back. So, and Gino was the second round pick. He wasn't like, like a scrub, like fifth round, sixth round pick. He has had some good games. So I think the fact that he does have um, he does have DK Metcalf, 
Uh, so he's got weapons out there. He's got a good running game. He's going to be able to do it. So this is his one chance. I think it's kind of a good story that you, you're not necessarily, even the Geno Smiths of the world, if you stick around long enough and you just wait for your opportunity, it might come for you. Well, you know? I think it's a good, except if you call him Kaepernick. But other than that, <laughs> for any other quarterback who's struggling, being like, hey, Geno got a second chance. You know, J- Josh Rosen, keep, keep sticking around. Josh shot. Rosen. Um, <laughs> the, um, yeah, as a, as a Bears fan, all I can say is I am so glad to have the Seattle Seahawks around. Um, yeah. Only because I, I think they're, they're one team I think we're probably going to have a better record than this year. Um, I think they're going to have a whole. They're not going to be great. No. But it's going to be fun to watch them a couple of times, especially at least, at least week one. We get, um, you're going to watch that because it's Seattle um, Broncos. So it's Russ versus Seattle. Yeah. Seattle. So and, you're obviously I think ready to watch. You're going to watch a bit of Geno, whether you like it or not. So. You know, I think everyone likes a bit of Geno, whether they like it or not. And that's, um, that would be a good title if you're for Geno Camino. <laughs> uh, Chase, Chase Young, you see that? He's been hurt. He's out till midseason now. Yeah. Um, they're saying, uh, tough for this Washington team, this commander squad. Um, it's, that, it's just one of those things, right? You've been waiting for this off, like, defensive line that everyone's been touted with, with Marcus Sweat and, and him and on the ends, just ready to go. And, and he is, I, I think, is like Chase Young is a monster. Like he's so big, he should be dominating. He should be absolutely out there, you know, 15, like Miles Garrett, every single year, getting uh, 15 sacks. And he's like last year wasn't great, like out of the gate. And it's, it's been a disappointment. I really hope he can get it together because. Guys like that don't come around. Again, he's kind of going down the Jevion Clowney route right now. Yeah, it's where, going from call, college beast to call, to NFL bust. And because um, like, no matter what, people just kept giving Clowney a chance. They're still doing it to this day, even though like he's been one of those guys that just no one's been able to unlock, even though he's got the physical freak talent and the friend, the size and the intangibles. He just just can't get sacks, and that's what Chase Young is bad. I really hope. He can get back out there. But again, if he's going to miss half the season. Yeah. You, a, you wonder what it is on. with some of these guys. Like if it was an injury that sort of, you know, the first initial injury that sort of stymies your career to begin with, or if it's just consistent injuries, are they too big? Are they not big enough? Is he not training properly? Is he not disciplined enough? You wonder, cause you know, you look at some guys can manage a career without getting injured in the same position and other guys that consistently get injured. So uh, you sort of wonder sometimes if it is sort of uh, I don't I don't even know, um, but um, it, it it's sad when you see someone is like so touted as being so good coming in the NFL and, and they just it's like oh crap like he, you know he's gonna be and when he comes back what's he gonna be like for half the season? Yeah, right, exactly. So it's gonna be again again with a Washington team that that really needs to do something to sell tickets. Like they they they've been struggling the last couple of years. The stadium's falling apart. Um, again, you don't really you got Carson Wentz as your savior coming in. It's it's grim. It's grim. So so the, I want to actually touching on that because there was a there was a, a thing that came out uh, by ESPN and Washington. They did a price of the beer prices, the average price of beer prices at NFL stadiums. And Washington has the worst stadium. They've had sewage fall over. They've had um, you know the f- fans falling into Jalen Hurts. The stadium. You know what? They're probably getting it from the swamp in uh, in Congress. Oh, it is uh, draining the drain the swamp. Drinking the swamp. By the way, I sent that uh, if you've ever seen uh, off the side. Jamie Foxx's 
who did the impression of Donald Trump. If you never heard Jamie Foxx do a Donald Trump impression, close your eyes. It is goddamn bang He did an incredible on. impression. He's, he always- incre- incredible. He's so incredible. But his Donald Trump, he did one recently. It is, I, I was, I'm like, oh my God, it was so funny. Anyway, Washington commanders have the highest beer price of all the stadiums at $14 what? US a beer. 14 bucks. I guess to pay for uh, the shit water that falls on you. Yeah, uh, right. yeah. Maybe it's yeah. better to drink the shit water. Second place, uh, the Bucks, Saints, 49ers, and Jags at eleven fifty a beer. Uh, and this that's is what for, it's gonna be that's what it's gonna be in London soon. Now, now well, let me remind you, this is a too. price for a small draft beer, a small draft what? beer, a small draft beer. Okay, fourteen dollars in Washington for a small draft beer. Eleven fifty too, probably. Probably it is. Uh, yeah, the it is based on a price for a small beer based on ESPN uh, thing they've just done. Uh, third, Rams, Dolphins, Chargers, Bears, Bills, Giants, and Eagles. Eleven dollars a small beer. Patriots, Seahawks, Panthers, Titans, ten fifty. Vikings, ten. Packers and Cowboys at nine fifty. Steelers, nine twenty nine. Why not Steelers? Why not? Well, in uh, like Toronto, it's almost like 20 now. Oh, yeah. And and they hand you the thing for a tip. I'm like, yeah, you just handed me the a balls. Yeah, they have the balls to have a tip jar. I think it's when you live in Britain sometimes, too. And it's like, oh, you, you, okay, you just pour a beer, you know. Uh, one thing every, Brit, every uh, North American comes to Britain is like, thank God I don't have to tip. Uh, when you go back, yeah. it's <laughs> the first time you forget. It's like, and then the, the North American Canadian bartender looks at you like you just stabbed her cat in the eye. It's like, oh, yeah, I forgot the tip. Uh, Raiders, nine bucks. Chiefs, 850. Colts, eight. Now we get to the cheapest one. Who do you think the cheapest stadium? Falcons. Falcons, yes. Am I right? You're one. There's three. There's three that are tied for the cheapest. Uh, Jacksonville. No, I already said Jacksonville. Oh, Jacksonville. Think right. of crappy teams. Falcons, you're right. Detroit. Detroit, correct. That is another one. And think of a really another crappy team. Houston? No, no they're at six dollars. Six dollars. Start spreading the news. Uh, what the, the, the Jets? The, the Jets, five bucks. Yeah. Texans, six dollars. The Bengals. Jersey. <clears throat> Jersey. Yeah, but it's but the same thing. It's the same stadium, you know, pretty much as the Giants. So, um, Texans six bucks, Cardinals, Browns, and Ravens six fifty, and the Broncos seven fifty. So, if you are going uh, to America to drink beer, go to the Jets, Falcons, and Lions game. Lions games five bucks a beer. Um, you might get shot in the way home, and the rental car story to tell always a good thing. Always an option. Um, so. I guess, I mean, we've done what we were going to do the AFC pot, the preview. I don't know if we have, we've done a long enough. We'll do, that next, we'll do, that we'll the, do next the next one. We'll do the next one. I guess it's now. So preseason is done. Um, and, and a lot of people it's down. People have done your fantasies and, and you're silly because now they're cutting the 50. Uh, I think it's okay. Now I think from now is perfectly fine time to do your fantasy. Um, I think I'm going to, I'm going to, yeah, we got to set ours up next week. And then I think we're I'm doing gonna- ours next week. Um, but it's also like that we're getting down to the 53-man roster now. So, like, there's so many cuts now that <clears throat> you could have someone. It's like, oh, I had this person. It's like, they're cut. Yeah, well, all the games are done now, I think, as of today. So, we're going to see, I think, in the next week, you got to get down to 53. So, there's going to be a lot of big names. Well, not a lot of big names. There will be a few kind of surprises, money-wise, that are going to be cut. Um, 
and again, if with the Bills, you need a punter. So he's sitting there just being like, come on. Baby. Well, I'm sure. I mean, there's, yeah, there, there's still, uh, there's still quite a few punters. Still out lots, there. lots of things could happen. Lots of movements can still happen that people, again, that, that little pieces that get dropped, like LaShawn McCoy a couple of years ago that get picked up. Like there's going to be that one or two names that you're surprised. And it's going to be a little bidding war. Yeah. So. And, and the fun thing, uh, something Ryan and I did too. Uh, if you haven't used FanDraft, use our, use our promo code. London 15 and you get 15 percent off um uh, and then so that we did we, ryan was over and we tried that fan draft and we like did the simulation um you and i played along and then we just robot drafted our friends but it was fun because you get those possibilities you get the simulation kind of thing i'm excited i'm excited it's I'm very exciting it's very exciting get the software guys if you want to use it it's very fun but it was also good for us to get the screenshots and actually we sent it to a lot of our friends and a lot of the people were like actually i, I like my team you know it, Here's the thing with drafting too. If you're in a ten or twelve or fourteen person league, it's it's all different. The math, the strategy is different, and everything. So you know, with a lot of people, we've we've got a ten in ours, and and there's you have a lot of people left over. Uh, I'm gonna do. Um, I'm gonna definitely do a couple more mocks before my next draft. So I'm very, I'm very excited. I think I'm gonna be as focused as I've ever been in fantasy this year. That's that that that's, that's a shout out. That's a challenge to everyone that's out there. It's a challenge. We'll have another fantasy. We're gonna put a thing up. We're gonna have a pick 'em for our NFL in London one. We'll have the contest going up very soon. Uh, but everyone, thanks for listening to this podcast. We're gonna have a few if we're if Ryan and the babies. Yeah, yeah, I'm around, so I can do these quite easily now. It gets so, me uh, it gets me a little break. These are like my vacations now. This, well, Ryan's vacations, he's gonna be studying strategy. We're gonna do a, a preview of the AFC, a preview of the NFC. And also a fantasy preview yeah. before we do our fantasy, <clears throat> sorry, our fantasy next weekend. Uh, so everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, enjoy the NFL. It's getting exciting. It's It feels like Christmas Eve. It's coming. It's, it's so coming. exciting. It's so exciting. Fall is coming. Screw you, summer. Bring yeah, on the summer's, NFL. Yeah, summer's, I'm kind of done with summer. Let's get, let's move. Let's move on. I'm done as well. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone.